0: And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast.
1: Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing His mercy and His grace. In the mansion, bright and blessed, He'll prepare for us to take. When we all get to heaven, What a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and chuckle victory while we walk this pilgrim pathway clouds will cover over the sky but when traveling days are over not a shadow but a sigh when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be, when we all see Jesus, his being and shout for victory, let us then be true and faithful trust in serving <laughs> every day just one glimpse of him in glory will God cause the life we take when we all get to heaven what a day of rejoicing that will be when we all Jesus will sing and shout for victory. Onward to the prize before us, soon its beauty will be full. Soon the curly gates will open, we shall tread the streets of old. Oh, when we all get together, what a day of rejoicing!
2: much sister walters for that wonderful song when we all get to heaven let us ponder upon heaven let us think about heaven daily as indeed we're working towards because christ jesus have made it possible for you and i to be there with him so to god be the glory but with no further ado we would like to definitely introduce our speaker tonight And we just want to give God praise and give God thanks then. Indeed, God is awesome. So without any further ado, we're going to introduce Brother Patrick. Indeed, introduce Brother Patrick uh, for the word tonight, and um, we're giving God the glory. Let us pray as we continue to be sustained in Jesus' name. Father in heaven, great God, we give you all the worship. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for what you have done and what you continue to do for us. We pray, O Lord, that you will be our sustain and our guide. And as we are indeed hunger for our word tonight, I pray indeed that you will show us, teach us, and allow us to put your word to practice. Help us, Lord, to apply it to our going in and our uh, coming back home, Lord. Help us, O Lord, to share it with those who we meet on the road daily. In our workplaces, everywhere we go, letting the world know, as Sister Walters have just sung, that we will sing and we will shout the victory when we are all with you, Lord. So we give you the praise, Lord. We ask for strength now and prepare us for the word. In the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray with thanksgiving to God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Indeed, Brother Patrick, I want to welcome you tonight. Press star, star to unmute your phone. Praise you, the Lord.
3: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Happy Sabbath. Thank you, Brother Andrew. And just want to say happy Sabbath to everyone. God is a good God, and we just want to say how much we appreciate your prayers. Your support it has been truly a blessing, especially in time like these when we are bombarded with different cases, more than we can handle. It's only God and it's only your prayers can do it. I remember last night, um, I was working on a plane last night and I was up in the Nassau, uh, the place that hosts the, the landing gear when i was listening to the program and then i had to come on to pray for fernando and it was really a situation where we could not find enough backup to help to the dire hard situation where they were in warfare and it was hard to find backup so i'm just saying this to say to, to, to us that we have to be ready and we really need more people that is equipped and ready to pray for people who are going through warfare. So, you know, if you know the Lord is calling you, you know, we we are to, you know, we, we share enough testimonies. We have taught many lessons of how, you know, we need to come higher in terms of dealing with the warfare, how to pray when it's a war, you know, all these things. So, you know, there's a lot to say, but we're definitely in need. The need is really great. You know, because we are pretty much burnt out. The calls are too many and we're not having enough help. Enough who ready and willing to battle and willing to fight. And it's not in our strength it's in the strength of the lord so once you're willing able-bodied and willing and willing to learn and willing to go the next distance we definitely need your support and your prayers and your help so we'll be talking more about that so just want to say i'm grateful you know because some people are on and they were keeping us in prayer and it was a battle but the Lord is able still, and he will prevail, no matter what, so probably tomorrow I'll share a little bit more about the case and what happened, and what do we need to do for the next step, because every situation that we share, there's so many lessons to be learned, and where these attacks are coming from, and what do we need to do to avoid some of these things and you know, we know it's the last days. You know, the devil is not giving up. He's not backing down. We need to do what it takes or what's necessary for the law to make the breakthrough happen. Praise God. So we need to continue our prayer. Amen. So tonight, we're going to be favored again by one of um uh, a woman of God. Um, Sister Anita from St. Lucia. She's going to be bringing the word tonight. So I want to welcome Sister Anita from St. Lucia. Could you unmute your phone, please? Happy Sabbath. Okay, she's still working on the... Sister, Anita, are you hearing me?
4: yes happy sabbath can you hear me
3: okay praise the lord we're hearing you now so um we're probably just going to ask you a few questions before you take over um how is it going in saint lucia in terms of the COVID? it's really Um, skyrocketing here how is the lockdown is there a shutdown what's happening over there
4: actually um we're just um it's picking up now again, um our numbers are rising, and um so schools uh, were closed as of today. They actually opened up um for january early january um but we had to um we had a shutdown of at least schools um certain businesses would be shutting down um I thank God because now there's the prohibition of the sale of alcohol. Um, for 21 days, um, so you know it's it, it's a a lot of people their hearts are failing them for fear. We have a lot of um, do, even doctors are so scared of of the COVID and whatnot. But you know it's it's a great thing when you are resting in the arms of Jesus. So it's really. A wonderful thing for the Christian to know God in a time like this one it's an unprecedented time it's a time when men men's hearts are failing them for fear but even though the COVID situation is is raging here it's picked up again I'm not too sure if they're going to close the borders they have not done that as yet um, but in terms of, of the, the the numbers rising within our local population it, it has it has really caused alarm I think parents and and um, teachers really um, were terrified and they held some meetings and some protests against you know uh, schools not being closed and uh, with the, the incline of cases I think a number of the schools had cases so they eventually through the the government actually had to make a decision and so they closed down so as of today it was the first um, day with schools being closed um, just so much anxiety going oh, wow. on in our country yeah
3: wow you know what something just came to my thought that I should ask sister Michelle to zoom in some people whoever is on the line and you want to say something tomorrow concerning the COVID and if you're panicking, if you think this is the end of the world, if you think this is it, this is the new world order coming, you know, people are panicking around the world, as you said, for fear. So how do Mm -hmm. you handle this, knowing that your husband is a near surgeon who's on a move in the hospital, he's doing surgery? Is there fear for your husband, Kirby? they're for I you, you know, are you yeah. stepping out and say, wow, you know, how do you protect <laughs> yourself?
4: Um, you know, the interesting thing about it, Brother Patrick, is that when you know the Word of God and you believe what He says He will do, um, it, it cannot be explained. It can only be experienced. There is a peace that God gives, and I'm not alarmed. Kirby's not alarmed. It's like we're covered, we're under the blood, we go forth um, believing the promises of God. There is no fear, no anxiety. We find ourselves counseling all our patients and encouraging them to trust God because that's the only safety net that we have, that's the only assurance that we have. So we keep doing what we've always been doing. Kirby goes around um, the hospitals. I mean, we still take our precautions. Even at our our medical center, we ensure that we follow all the COVID protocols. But beyond what sanitizers can do and beyond what wearing masks can do, um, you know, the Holy Spirit and the power of God Almighty alone can keep us and can hold us and protect us so we were really anchored and I I cannot even explain it but it's as if I don't feel I'm living in this COVID time and and one of the things that helps us a lot is that we're not feeding our minds um, too much on the news we're not bombarding ourselves so so this is one of the key factors in helping us to keep sane and to keep focused It's, it's really spending time more in the Word of God and diverting it from the news that's causing that fear um, when you look at the statistics and the numbers.
3: So so it's like um, the three Hebrew boy, I will not bow, even if I die. So it's kind of that type of mentality that we're going to continue with our lives. And if the Lord sees it fit, that this will end my life, so let it be because the
4: second death,
3: Is the important thing that you see when you have such mentality because a lot of people are locked up in their home there's some people wash their hands like 20 times within one hour there's some people Mm -hmm. sanitize and they become um, like paralyzed by this spell Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's important as I said to really talk to some people tomorrow and they via zoom to hear because people are panicking. And as Christians, what used to happen then back then? I remember, just to say this, remember when the children, when the decree went out to kill all the firstborn. And could you uh-huh. imagine if you we're living and you have a child that is the firstborn and you're there uh-huh. and you're saying, are they gonna come to my door? You know what I mean? It's a time right. when it's testing. It's testing.
1: Sure.
3: And and, mm-hmm. and this virus is testing us, and it may just come knocking at our door. Are we gonna say we're gonna die? Are we witnessing mercy? It's deep, mm-hmm. sister, mm-hmm. and you know, you guys are on the front um, but, line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's
4: one, one thing that we find very common. Um, You know, this this virus, the times that we are living in, not just um the virus per se the fear of contracting it but it's the loss of jobs the economic instability that it has caused um we have so many people and uh, that come in now but they're suffering from anxiety they're suffering from depression that the mind is is is, is benumbed the, you know just so much going on and i guess they they come with headaches they come with 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 all types of of manifestations, as if something's wrong with them physically um but when you when you listen to them and and Kirby would be best to explain more of that when when he just spends some time with them, they don't even maybe need medication or you know nice. they just need the Word of God to bring comfort and and that is what why God has made us the salt of the earth. And that's why he has called us to be light set on a hill, because Amen. we are the preservers. We are the ones to preserve those who don't know Christ, and we are Amen. those who are the light bearers to shine forth his glory, his light, and show them the way in dark times.
3: So we should spread out then in the community and encouraging all the weak hearts and fever, and tell them, don't worry, it's gonna pass. Just get ready. We should be mixing now and talk mercy sister we have to talk to you tomorrow i hope you can come on you and Kirby and we can talk about this corona because i called jamaica sometime yesterday and i was Mm -hmm. told that jamaica refused to shut down because they're saying man even though we want to shut down the economy, people gonna die Correct. from hunger. Mm-hmm. It's not even gonna be the coronavirus gonna kill people. Correct. People, the mm-hmm. government can only give you like in the U.S. They gave some people at six hundred under a thousand dollars. Can that pay your mm-hmm. rent and pay your and buy food? What is gonna do no. if there's no job? There's a greater exactly. panic. There's a greater thing at hand that this is what the enemy is going to use to cripple and that's why the lord talk about being good steward by saving and putting aside something and that's what's going to happen we're going to have to pull together pull together Mm -hmm. with our resources because if there's nothing what are we going to do (laughs) you can't even go into home Depot here they lock everybody (laughs) out right now you can't buy anything to complete a job the crisis exactly. is coming. So I hope everybody's mm-hmm. listening. And sister, I hope we're going to be able to talk to you more about it tomorrow. Because it oh, just hitting me that we have a bigger crisis. It's not only the vaccine. Because you know what? The vaccine is so slow. By the time it gets to some people, they're already dead. As a matter of fact, yes. listen. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I was listening to interview. And they said a g- vaccine is no guarantee. So somebody asked the question, why do you wear mask till if you get the vaccine? It's precaution. What is mm-hmm. the vaccine for then? <laughs> Mercy. Okay, we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about it tomorrow, sister. All right, take it away.
4: Course, take
3: it away in <laughs> Jesus' name. All right.
4: Praise yes. God, Father Patrick. Yes. Uh good evening, uh brothers and sisters. Um it's been a, a very interesting week, and I know just listening to some of the praise reports and and the testimonies uh, um, that that um, were given, I know God has been good to all of us. Just being alive this evening, just being in that privileged position to welcome this Sabbath day, is enough to give God thanks and praise for. And so tonight. Just my encouragement is based on the life of Enoch and that's whom you know I was impressed to share about this evening and so my my, my message for this evening is entitled this testimony and so I just uh, would like to invite you all to bow your heads as I pray father God of glory of grace of power We approach your throne with humbleness of heart. We ask for cleansing. We ask at this moment that you would take control of our minds. And Father, speak forth your word, send it forth that we would be able to hear it. And as we listen to your word for this evening, our hearts would be blessed. We would be encouraged. We would be uplifted. And we, O God, Would experience you we pray for everyone on the prayer line father touch all hearts listening touch every person and bring us peace and give us your reassurance that you will never leave us nor forsake us thank you for Jesus Christ your son and thank you for your blood and your coverage we rebuke the enemy that comes in to steal the seeds that are sown the words that are proclaimed, and we speak against every evil influence that will capture our minds away from you. Father, be with us and give us the word we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, just turn to Genesis chapter 5, and we're going to look at verses 21 to 24. And you all may be familiar with this passage of scripture. Genesis 5:21 says, "Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah." Verse 22. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. Verse 23. So all the days of Enoch was three hundred and sixty five years. And the final verse says verse twenty four and Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Beloved, I would like to say to you tonight that the life of Enoch is summarized in the Bible with some of the most amazing words four words. Enoch walked with God. In fact, the Bible says this twice. It's almost as if the Holy, it's the Holy Spirit's way of underlining or emphasizing so that we do not miss this very important point. I would like to submit to you that the greatest thing that your church, your family, your children, your colleagues at work, your friends, can say about you is that you walk with God. Enoch's life was a specimen of Christian consistency. Constantly, continually, he enjoyed the companionship of Christ for three centuries. That's the grand total of at least 109,500 days. God and Enoch were not just friends. They were the very best of friends. I want to believe that Enoch just couldn't get enough of God. He loved to talk about him. And not only that, he loved to talk to him. I believe that if you were to ask Enoch about God or ask him who God is or was to him, a smile would spread across his face and he would find it difficult. To stop talking he would tell you that God is enduringly strong he is entirely sincere he is eternally steadfast he is important immortally graceful he is imperially powerful he is impartially merciful and he is altogether lovely he would say all I have needed His hands have provided. He gives pardon for sin and a peace that endures. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with 10,000 beside. He would go on and on. And I could imagine Enoch beaming and continuing on saying, he is available to the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He guards and he guides. He provides and he protects. He heals and he delivers. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. And he walks with me and he talks with me and tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry here. None other has ever known. Beloved, there is much to praise God for because the amazing God that Enoch served and walked with is also our God. I say hallelujah to this. In spite of, you know, like Brother Patrick was saying, in spite of these hard, harsh times, in spite of our trials, our difficulties, in spite of our testing, in in of, spite of the situations we find ourselves in, in spite of prophecy fast fulfilling, in spite of this pandemic, our God is real. And right when you thought that Enoch had run out of things to say about his God, I believe he would go on and on and say, I wish I could describe him to you, but he is indescribable. He is irresistible. He is invincible. The heavens cannot contain him. Science cannot explain him. In a sentence, I could imagine Enoch saying, Jesus is more than wonderful to me. And when I think about Enoch, I believe he was someone who was passionately in love with Jesus there are young people in this world today who would faint if Beyonce just smiled at them. And I saw watching the inauguration of the new president of the United States of America. There is this this celebrity called Lady Gaga that, that, that sang the national anthem that the, the, a lot of the young people are so mesmerized by her. And I could imagine if Lady Gaga had just mentioned their names, Beloved, they would just faint and, you know, feel so big and so great. Beloved, just think of the honor it is to just walk for us to have this opportunity to walk with the God of the universe, the one who spoke and it all came into existence, the one who created and recreate, the one who holds fast this planet. And that is the assurance that we need today, tonight. We need to remind ourselves that God is able to do above and beyond what we could ever think or imagine. And if you cannot think it or imagine it, your God can do it. My God can do it. Beloved, Amos 3, verse 3 asks a very important question. Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Could Enoch have walked with God if they were not in agreement? So Enoch's heart was in perfect harmony with the will of God. The Bible never records that Enoch argued with God about where they should walk. He just followed because he believed that God knew the best way forward. Enoch's heart was in perfect harmony with the will of God. Was Enoch's time different from ours? Some may say, I believe so. But beloved, you may say to me that Enoch's walk with God was wonderful because he did not really go through what we have to go through, that he never strayed from God's plan for his life. But listen, we live in the very same time as he did. His circumstances, some of us will argue, his circumstances were different to ours. But beloved, if you study the pages of sacred history and the age of the antediluvians, those who lived before the flood, you would realize that it is said in Genesis 6, verses 5 and 6, paints a picture of the time that Enoch lived. And it says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry, beloved, that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Listen what Ellen G. White says in Sons and Daughters, page twenty. She says there never has been, and never will be an age when the moral darkness will be so dense as when Enoch lived a life of irreproachable righteousness. He lived in a corrupt age when moral pollution was teeming all around him, yet he trained his mind to devotion, to love purity. His conversation was upon heavenly things. He, he educated his mind to run in this channel and he bore the impress of the, the divine. If a man can consistently walk with God for 300 years more than 300 years in a world like that then this is a remarkable thing enoch's spirituality was not seasonal it wasn't short-lived it wasn't lukewarm it wasn't only active when he was present in church on and on through three happy centuries enoch was ever found consciously abiding in the love of god his was a life of spiritual progress at the end of 200 years he was not where he started he had grown he had come to understand more to love more therefore he could give more because he had grown more in the grace of god so the very important question tonight is how did enoch walk with god Ellen G. White says, in my life today, page 255, Enoch's walk with God was not in a trance or a vision, but in all the duties of his daily life, in the family and his intercourse with men as a husband and father, a friend, a citizen. He was steadfast, unwavering. He was a steadfast unwavering servant of the Lord I would like to submit beloved to you and to myself that there there are four key points to take away from 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 the scriptures that we read about Enoch and how he was able to develop this wonderful relationship with Jesus so very briefly the first way that I believe the first point in how this relationship was possible is that when the Bible says Enoch walked with God, it meant that he had a prayer life. And I heard Brother Patrick appealing to all of us that we need to pray more. We've heard the appeal to come higher. Beloved, we should never be satisfied with where we are today in our Christian walk with God. We must always be crying out to our Abba Father, take me higher, take me higher, bring me closer to you. Elevate me from this dark world into the light of your presence. Beloved, Enoch had a life that was prayerful. Enoch lived in the very atmosphere of heaven. Prayer was the breath of his soul. Prayer was to him the opening of his heart to his best friend. And I I, I believe with him and I join with him as the psalmist said because when we walk with jesus we can say as david said yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death in these times we can say that we are walking through the valley of the shadow of death but we have this assurance and we can declare i will fear no evil for thou art with me psalm 84 says for the lord god is a sun and shield The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Enoch walked with God in all the changing circumstances of his life. He walked and talked with Jesus in the good times, in the bad times. His countenance was lifted up with the light which shineth in the face of Jesus. Friends, are you spending time with Jesus in prayer? There's a story which is, I'm remembering about a a lady, an elderly lady with an amazing prayer life. She had a list of 500 names. She would pray for these names three times a day without fail. Sometimes she would be on her knees lifting up these 500 names in prayer with her back aching, feeling tired. And when she couldn't carry on anymore, she would hold up the list up to heaven and say to the Lord, Father, you can read this. The only time a name came off that list was when her prayer for a person on there was answered. Well, on this list was an Adventist man who had stopped walking with God. For some 10 odd years, his name was on that list. Finally, he returned to Jesus. This elderly lady finally crossed off his name, crossed his name off the list after 10 years of praying. We need to be praying people, a people of prayer. Our communication with heaven should be like that of Enoch. Our communication with heaven should never stop. The second point. When the Bible says that Enoch walked, with, Enoch walked with God, it means that he preached and practiced what he preached. These are the only recorded words of Enoch in the Bible. If you read Jude, for verse 14 and 15, it says, Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men, also saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints To execute judgment on all to convict all who are ungodly among them of all the ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him Enoch beloved was a seventh-day Adventist he was an Adventist hallelujah he preached the undiluted message from the Word of God He looked down through the ages and saw Jesus coming again. This blessed hope compelled him so much that he could not be silent. He had to tell others about Jesus. There was a fire that burned in his bones. There was a passion for the salvation of the lost around him. What was Enoch's message? As a classic prophet, four times he mentions the ungodly in the passage we just listened to. Do you think that people liked everything Enoch had to say i sure I am sure they, they were not really happy about it. I am sure he was not the most popular preacher in town. We can expect the same reaction to our message today. yet amidst the torrent of blasphemy and rebuke in a world so full of wickedness that it was catapulting towards an epic drowning, Enoch preached the plain. And simple truth and lived what he preached Martin Luther once gave a very brief but expressive eulogy for a pastor in the year 1522 his name was Nicholas Hausmann of this man the great reformer simply said what we preach he lived can that be said about you and I today so going back through the first few points Enoch had a prayer life. That's how that relationship worked out. Secondly, he practiced what he preached and preached what he practiced. And the third point is that when the Bible says that Enoch walked with God, it means that he had a pure heart. Listen to what E.G. White says in Review and Herald, April 29, 1875. Enoch first received instruction from Adam. Can you imagine that? Adam taught Enoch. Adam was taught by God Himself. And he observed the law of God, this Enoch, talking about Enoch. And he served Him with singleness of heart. In other words, alone, with or without those we love. Sometimes we may feel alone. Sometimes we may be the only ones hanging on to the unchanging hand of God and those we love are not holding on with us. Beloved, don't let go because those we love are letting go. He became so pure in character that the Lord communicated his will to him. And through holy vision, God revealed the great events connected with Christ's second appearing and also the wickedness that would prevail just before the end of time. Enoch was a faithful preacher of righteousness and sought to turn men from transgression to faithful obedience. He walked with God 300 years, giving to the world a faithful example in a pure and spotless life, which was in marked contrast with the rebellious world around him. His testimony was not regarded because men loved sin rather than holiness. Enoch was born up. By angels, hallelujah, to heaven without seeing death. Wow. Enoch dressed differently. He talked differently. He acted differently because he was different. Enoch was a paragon of purity in his time. His private, domestic, social, and Facebook life was ever regulated by the belief that he was ever and always in the presence of God. He was not conformed to the world, nor controlled by it. The closer he came to Jesus, the farther and farther he drew away from the world. Am I saying to you tonight that Enoch never sinned? No, he needed a savior just as you and I do. But Enoch was just an everyday guy with an everyday faith. He was every day raising his family to love and know Jesus. He was every day loving his wife. Beloved, he was married to the same woman for 300 years. Think about that. He was every day being a witness for God. He was every day living his life for glory, for God's glory. He was every day walking with Jesus. Because he had a, a heart like this, a heart that was so set on purity and following Jesus, God blessed him and God loved him. Listen to what Matthew 5, 8 says, blessed are the pure in heart for what they shall, not might, they shall see God. And did Enoch see God? Oh yes, right now he is seeing him, I presume. So Enoch had a prayer life. He practiced what he preached and preached what he practiced. He had a pure heart. And the final point, when the Bible says that Enoch walked with God, it means that Enoch pleased God. Hebrews eleven 5, 6 has this to say about Enoch. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not be death, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, listen to this closely, for before he was taken, he had not a testimony, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And verse 6 says, but without faith, It is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Beloved, what a testimony this is. This is not Enoch's testimony about himself. This is God's testimony about Enoch. Wouldn't you love for God to be able to say the same about you? Romans fifteen three says, For even Christ did not please himself. So forget people pleasing. Enoch was a God pleaser. He lived for the audience of one. Ever conscious of God's company, the constant tenor of his holy and devout mind was ever and always to please his God. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. It does, but Now, when we think of this key um, 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 word here, which says this, this testimony, it says he had this testimony, which is very specific. Every Christian has a testimony. Every one of us can talk about the day when we met Jesus and how he changed our lives. But sadly, not everyone has this testimony. Not every Christian is able to say that their life pleases God. Not every Christian is able to look up to heaven and say that there is nothing between my soul and the Savior. Not every Christian could say this, beloved, but Enoch did say it in the midst of a generation that constantly displeased god enoch con- constantly continually pleased him and let me ask the question when you when you do what you please does what you do please god when you do what you please does what you do please god the Bible tells us that Enoch's life was so pleasing to him that he walked straight into heaven. Hallelujah. Can you imagine that? In the life of Enoch, God showed him and us that there is a reward for the righteous. Enoch, the first among men to enter heaven, walked through the pulley gate into the holy city. The life of Enoch intrigues me, beloved, and it instructs me. He must have been a man who loved Jesus entirely. Is it difficult for us to please God? The moment we set our hearts on seeking our Father, on seeking our God and serving him, it pleases God. His life was no record has no recorded adventures. It is not like he conquered a city or built a palace or performed some great miracles. But isn't it adventure enough for someone to walk with God? I believe this should be the greatest ambition that one could ever have, that one could ever crave for. Beloved, the life of Enoch should motivate us tonight to desire a closer walk with God, to seek his glory and thirst after his righteousness. At the end of our story, may god have this testimony of us and may he be able to say out loud that we pleased him so my encouragement tonight is that despite what's happening in our world the closer we are connected to our maker our king our great god the i am that i am the el shaddai the elohim The closer we are to him the less we are afraid of what's happening today what will happen tomorrow because in the presence of the Living God there is peace there is safety and there is more than we can ever think or imagine may tonight our conviction be that we desire to walk with God as Enoch did, that as we walk, one of these days, we will walk right into heaven and our faith will become sight and we will see Jesus for ourselves. And no longer do we need to see him by faith, but we will see him with our very eyes. And what a blessing that will be. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for the word tonight. We ask that you take us higher. Lift us up into your most blessed presence. Father, we want to taste and see that you are good. We want to ex- Experience you like we have never experienced you before. We want to walk with you. We want to talk with you in the morning, throughout the day, every second, every minute. We want you, oh God, to to to, we want to commune with you like we breathe, like we need the air, like we need water, like we need food. Father, we pray that you would help us to thirst after righteousness to desire your presence, to desire your friendship, your love, your companionship. Father God, do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And we commit everyone listening right now on this prayer line. We lift up our petitions. You know what every heart is crying out to you right now for. Father, meet our needs. Bring healing. Bring restoration. But most importantly, give us faith tonight. Give us hope tonight. Give us the assurance of your word tonight. Let not the enemy steal the word, steal our hope, steal what you have, because he is a a thief that has come to take away what you have promised to give and to give more abundantly. Father, just help us through these hard times to hold on to you, and to never let you go this is our prayer in the blessed name of jesus christ your son we pray amen
0: thanks for listening to the bun to christ ministries podcast we hope that you were blessed feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information also feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.